This is a Federal News Network podcast. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is trying to see circles. That is, it wants satellites to have the capability to identify circles. If you think that sounds easy, you're missing a major challenge for artificial intelligence in the geospatial world. Here with details of a challenge competition and why it matters, the NGA's GeoInt Capabilities Integration Officer, Jack Brandy. Mr. Brandy, good to have you on. Yeah, it's great to be on. Thank you for inviting us. So you are trying to reach out to the scientific, I guess, and academic community to do what exactly? That's a very good question. So really what we're trying to aim for is some very clever techniques to find circular shaped features in satellite imagery. And, you know, these circular shaped features can cover really just about any kind of object. They can go from pivot agricultural areas to oil storage tanks. And so we're trying to find a really clever way to find an algorithm that could find all sorts of these features. I guess I'll make an analogy here with robotics, because robots are capable of doing a simple thing really fast a million times, which people are not. But they really have a hard time walking, which people find easy. So the human eye can see a circle no problem. But apparently eyeballs up in space that are electronic cannot? It can certainly be challenging in any kind of processing algorithm to find those kind of circular shaped features. But more importantly for us, one of the difficulties with any kind of computer vision or AI is that you have to have a large volume of data to train an algorithm to find those particular objects. And so we thought it would be more interesting to kind of flip the script and say, instead of trying to find tons and tons of examples of an object, let's just find one shape that represents many, many different kinds of objects. So is the objective here not so much to find circles, but to learn how artificial intelligence can aid computer vision for whatever the problem might be in the future? Exactly. So really the goal is trying to find something that's a little bit more general purpose that can be used in kind of a more complex processing pipeline. So we start with something, say, finding circles, and then maybe the next step in the processing is an algorithm that identifies a specific shape from or a specific object. So maybe it identifies the agriculture areas or the storage tanks after we've identified that it's circular. Sure. So you're using circles as the test bed for this because they're more numerous on the ground, say, than triangles? Exactly. They're more numerous. But more importantly is that, you know, triangles and squares tend to be, you know, shapes that are kind of like composite shapes, I'll call it. So if you took an example of like a very large building, you know, it'll be made up of many, many different kind of triangles and squares that kind of build that feature. Circular shaped objects, though, tend to be just that. They're just one circle. So we felt that would be a good starting for this kind of challenge. Okay. And uh, how does this challenge structured? I mean, who do you expect to participate in this? And what would they have to do to give you a credible entry here? It's open to the public, so pretty much anybody can participate. We have the full eligibility and participation details on challenge.gov. Really, it just comes down to, as long as you're not a federal entity or already paid by the federal government for this kind of work, just register on the site and you're good to go. And for people participating, what we're really hoping is that they submit you know, two things. One, of course, is an algorithm that can basically output you know, what we call a shape file that has all the circles in the test images. And then the next kind of deliverable is a white paper that simply describes the approach they took. And are you supplying the contestants with a sample image or a set of images to work on? Yes, we are providing, as part of this challenge, a set of about 20,000 examples so that people can use it to train their algorithm, test it, and then we'll use the rest to kind of evaluate the solutions. 
We're speaking with Jack Brandy. He's the GeoInt Capabilities Integration Officer at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. And with satellites having the ability to determine what is a circle through artificial intelligence, how will that type of capability benefit the NGA and the intelligence officers and I guess the geospatial field in general? Because from satellite imagery now, humans can easily identify circles. So really, you know, at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, of course, everything on Earth can be measured in space and time. And, you know, this intel is usually gleaned from careful analysis of satellite imagery. And a very simple example, you can imagine this as a real world game of finding the difference between two images. However, there's no answer sheet to check. And a lot of the time, those details are incredibly subtle. When we support first responders during natural disasters or military services during operations or even the nation's leaders in making key decisions, the time and accuracy of this image analysis is crucial. And so what we're hoping is with the help of AI, we can speed up the time from image to decision. Because I can imagine a situation where you are examining imagery or the satellites are gathering imagery when it would be important to know not only is there a circle, but is that circle the opening to a missile silo? Is it a storage tank, as you mentioned, or is it a crop circle or something else entirely? Exactly. So identifying, you know, not only just that they're circles, kind of helps feed to our analysts who might be interested in kind of the circles that might be of a certain shape or, as I said, size, and helps them zero in on those features to say, okay, is this something that's important? Is there something I need to do extra for this particular shape? Because if I was thinking like, say, North Korea, and I knew you had this capability, I would just put the nice round missile silo. I would make it the same shape as a crop circle. I would plant 50 crop circles and put it at position A7. That would certainly be a clever way to do it. (laughs) The point is, are you looking for the capability to go further into circles and saying, well, this circle looks more like this thing because it's perfectly smooth around the edges and that one has a couple of jagged parts. So therefore, it may not be something that we care about. No, we feel that really that's where our human analysts are most suited. You know, they have the expertise and they have the knowledge to make that kind of determination. You know, we feel like the algorithm should really just help the analysts kind of zoom in on those particular areas, but we're not worried about the algorithm kind of solving all the questions. Yeah, so really a classic application of artificial intelligence to boost human productivity. Correct. All right, and what are the parameters here? When are things due? When will you make awards? And how much can the awardee receive? And then what happens after the winners are chosen? So we should be wrapping up the challenge, expecting submissions by November 3rd. So it's a bit of a quick turnaround. It's up to a 50000 purse, split over five awards. So first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. With first place being, I believe it's 20000 And we should expect really about November 5th, the winning solution to be identified um, and communicated. Jack Brandy is the GeoInt Capabilities Integration Officer at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Thanks so much for joining me. All right. Thank you for having us. We'll post this interview plus a link to more about the challenge at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.